Yo, what's going on, you guys? We're back with another installment of Relive and Rewind. Woo! Let's go. <laughs> ah, man, and excuse me, guys. Uh, I apologize ahead of time if I cough or sound stuffy in this episode. Like, I feel better, like, still, but I cannot catch a break for the past few months. <laughs> like... First, I was sick twice, and now I'm, like, coming down with a stuffy nose. I'm like, dude, come on. Like, I can't catch a break. Yeah. No, even with me, I'm starting to get something, too. You know, it's getting to that time of year. You know, the weather is dropping. The season is changing. So, you know, a lot of people are starting to get sick, too. Yeah, sure. Also, it's because of the amount of homework they have to cram through. Like, Oh, to, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, so... Guys, you know, just, like, you know, keep on rehydrating. You know, take your vitamins. You know, eat plenty of food. Get... At least eight hours of sleep every night. Seriously, like, you know, it's good for the body. It's good for the mind. Like, just keep on doing that. Just take care of yourselves. And yeah, just, take you care know, of yourself. Yeah, just stay safe out there, guys, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so this week, as you guys can tell by the title, we wanted to do something a little different than we usually do. So usually we talk about video games or shows or things we kind of grew up with that bring nostalgia to us and... We talk about the lessons that we've learned now looking back on them, right? Uh, but this time, we wanted just to talk to you guys about breakups because we've been through breakups. Uh, I believe that maybe most of you guys have been through breakups. And if you haven't, God bless you. <laughs> yeah, seriously, at that point, you guys are lucky. Like, yeah, you, <laughs> like, that, is, that is blessings because the breakups are not fun. They are not nice. They're not cute. It's not, yeah. Yeah, especially <laughs> when you have nine of them like myself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, not to mention that, you know, we've been wanting to, you know, we wanted to give you guys, like, a taste of our own nostalgia that's unique to us, you know, because why not? It also is just, like, you know, we all know the shows, we all knew the stuff that, like, some of the stuff that we grew up with, you know, like Spider-Man and Avatar and all that, but... You know, we wanted to give you a taste of uniqueness uh, yeah. up in this field. So, yeah. So, yeah. Without further ado, uh, let's get to it. Yeah. So, let's go into our first breakups. Uh, so, Guy, I believe that you actually had your first breakup before me. Uh, yes, actually. It was in uh, sixth grade. Like, uh, it happened in sixth grade. Okay. But the first, like, it wasn't really, like, a full-on relationship. Mm -hmm. But it was, like, you know, what I consider, like, a somewhat, like, starter relationship. Yeah. Like a beta test. In sixth grade. It's, yeah. Yeah. So, this actually happened in later fifth grade when I knew a girl named CJ. Now, we were friends for some time. Um, but, like, I remember, like, in one instance, I was actually cheering her up after she felt like she did a bad job on, like, this whole circus thing we did years ago in elementary mm -hmm. school. I don't know. I, I was a clown both in the show and in real life. So, at one point later on, we, you know, admitted uh, feelings to each other. And, you know, I mean, not really much happened. I mean, we were still, like, you know, acted like as if we were friends, just, like, more of a couple side to it. You know, holding hands, like, kissing and whatnot. I don't yeah. know. But... Either way, as time went on, we actually went to the same uh, summer camp together. And I remember a lot of the kids there, they shipped us a lot, too. Because, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know, they see, they, they thought we were, like, the perfect couple but by, like, how we looked or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I didn't really care that much. I just... I was at that awkward age where it's, like, I wasn't sure if cooties were still a thing. <laughs> but at the same time, I was, like, I knew I, I liked girls. But I had to be sure, you know? Like, you know, I, I couldn't portray the boys like that. So anyways, you know, as time went on, you know, of course, summer camp eventually came to an end. And I remember I was starting off in, in sixth grade. Now, I 
yes, I was, you know, like, excited to see CJ again, but I was also mainly concerned, like, you know, oh, God, like, what's sixth grade going to be like? If it, mm-hmm. Is it going to be awful? Is it going to be worse than I imagined? Is it going to be, like, die for a wimpy kid and I'm going to, like, hang from, like, a locker or something? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, at one point, I remember, uh, like, in one particular night, I had a dream. This is, like, I think, like, a few weeks into sixth grade, or maybe, like, a month or two at most. And in this in this dream, not much happened, but I just simply went to my locker, and some uh, random friend of mine, um, like, he, he ran up to me. It was like, yo, Gee, someone is dating uh, CJ. And I was like, what? And I, that moment, right there, I woke up, and I was, like, surprised. Not that she did that, or that I was scared, that, that it just felt so realistic. Mm-hmm. So I just went back to sleep uh, at that point because, again, I was at the age, I didn't really care that much about relationships, just, you know, cartoons and how long I could stay up watching the Nintendo DS. Yeah, right. <laughs> so at one point, you know, in the next following day, I kid you not, Joseph moment from the Bible happened, right? Like, in my life in particular, I went to my locker, got my stuff for school, same thing happened. I don't know if it was the same guy or not, but... The dude legit ran up to me and said the exact same thing from my dream. But this time it happened in real life. And I was like, I was like, yo, what? I I was surprised. Not because like she did something like that, but the thing from the dream happened in real life. And I was like, yo, this can't be happening. He's like, I know, right? He's like, dude, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, yo, no, no, not that dude. I'm like, this happened exactly in my dream last night. And he's like, what do you mean? I explained to him, and then later on, uh, my friends and lunch, what happened, and we were, like, all surprised. And then I even got something to believe in Jesus because of, after that point. <laughs> Kid you not. That's cool. Yeah. At one point, I remember uh, I was about to go home uh, from school, and uh, CJ called me over, making up some random excuse how it was, like, uh, her father didn't want me dating her anymore or whatever. And I was just like, Okay. And I was just about, just about to walk mm-hmm. off. And she was like, what? Is it, you're not going to do anything about it? And I was like, oh, no. Like, it, I told her that I wasn't really surprised and that I didn't really care because it was like a spoiler to a movie. Yeah, yeah. And, that, you know, essentially God warned me ahead of time. So how can I really be upset at that, you know? Yeah, I mean, makes sense. I, I know you're lying to my face. At that time, I mean, obviously, in a more mature version, I just, you know, told her that, hey, uh, you know, if you like another guy over me, it's like... You know, kind of like a waste of my time. So I'll see you later. Again, I wasn't really into relationships at that time. I was still very, uh, very young. So I just later on uh, watched cartoons that night and just you know had some snacks. That was That's it. crazy. But you know, more of the story is you can't rush art. You know, yeah. like the same can be said about like love and everything else around it in life. You know, you gotta take your time with it. Uh, it's more worth it when you wait for someone that is right for you uh, at the right age. Trust me, I really wish I did that younger and not had so many ex-girlfriends. Like I said, I've had nine, so you can imagine the amount yeah. of regret I had. Nine of them, to be exact, but, you know, yeah. but, yeah. Uh, but what about your, uh, what about your exes, uh, Isaiah? What's going on, man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, my first girlfriend was actually in my freshman year of high school. Uh, her name was Delilah, and no, I did not write the song. Hey, Delilah, <laughs> 
and the way we started was kind of different than other stories. So we had an English class together, and one day I don't know if it was a holiday, uh, kind of after this after this particular day or what it, the case may be, but there wasn't a lot of people in class. Right. So she was across the class from me, and you know we kept looking at each other, and then she talks to me, and she's just like, you know, why are you always looking at me? And I was like, what are you talking about? Like I don't look at you at all. And she was like, no, nah, like you always be looking at me. You know, you always. You know, you always have this mean face on your... You always have this mean look on your face. And I was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah, you always look like you're trying to kill people. And I'm like, whoa, like, what are you, <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, so right there, we start talking. We start... Um, in that first day, we talked a lot. Like, we opened up about a lot of things. We talked about stuff from school. We talked about personal stuff. You know, it was very easy to talk with her. Um... You know, so yes, we started off as friends. We started off as very close friends, and then we started dating not too long after. Um, but our relationship was a movie. <laughs> Literally, it was a movie. Um, we only did it for four months, but it felt like a year. Like it felt so much longer than what it was, and this is why. So. You know, when we started dating, I kind of knew what I was getting myself into. I know that, you know, she was sexually assaulted at a young age by her own brother. Oh, dang. Yeah, I, I know that she, um, you know, she had a lot of pain with from her father. She had a lot of family issues. You know, she had a lot of identity issues within herself. Mm. Um, so I know what, was, what, what I was getting myself into. But I wanted to date her because I wanted to be the one to kind of save her from it. Uh, I wanted to be the difference that she's kind of seen. Good for you, man. Uh, yeah, so that's what our relationship was. You know, I was there for her all the time. I would always uplift her, be positive to her. I showed her love, you know? And even even now I look back on it and I'm like, man, even when I didn't know how to be a man or really what the man's role in the relationship was, I really I was really utilizing those tools at a young age and I didn't even know what it was. So right. you know, I look back at it, I'm actually proud of myself. Um but four months, you know, it was a movie. So long story short, she kinda dealt with suicidal thoughts a lot. She dealt with uh smoking weed a lot. She dealt with you name it. You know, you name it, she got it. Oh my God. Yeah, so uh, there was one day she threw out the suicidal thought she had, you know, we went through that. The school ended up finding out about it. So she actually had time. Uh, she got Baker acted for a time. So even through all of that, like I was with her, you know, I was for her speaking positivity, you know, even giving her scripture, you know, just trying to uplift her, trying to make her feel better. As you should. Yeah. As time passes, I, I, there was one day where she was on her phone and I was asking who she's texting and she was being very secretive. She, you know, was pretty much telling me, don't worry about it. So whenever she puts her phone down, I look who she texted and it's a dude, you know, and I'm like, okay, so who is this? Why are you texting him? Like, like what's going on? When I, she gives me a sob story and I'm just like, you know what? It's okay. Just, you know, block him, like stop texting him. Right. So, after that, this is when things get freaky. A couple of days later, she tells me that she hears voices in her head. Oh, no. Nah. Yeah. So, you know, one thing led from, to another, bro. Like, like it was crazy. It started off crazy. But then it just got crazier as time passed. Um, And she told me she had voices in her head. And even then, I was like, okay, that's cool. All right. Well, you know, um, let's pray. Let's do this. Let's try doing that. You know, I'm always just trying to figure out a solution because she was going through so many things and she didn't have an outlet you know she didn't have anything to kind of lean on she was just in issues you know so I tried to be that 
that way out for her if I could, you know. And, you know, she rejected everything I wanted to do. And then later on, she told me, and like at the end of our relationship, she told me that I never did anything for her. And that was the last straw for me. She, she Yeah, she said, you never done anything for me. You never loved me. You never cared for me. And I was like, okay, you be careful what you say, because I that's clearly a lie. And if you're going to say that, then I can show you what it looks like. And she did. So I just said, you know what? Okay. You know, and I took a step back and that was kind of that. Um, so more of the story of what I learned from that whole relationship, mind you, I didn't even tell you half of what really happened. Yeah. <laughs> but that, yeah, the moral of the story is you really can't help people that don't want to be helped. Right. You, know? you can offer as much love, as much compassion, as much help as you possibly can. But if the other person doesn't want a way out, if the other person doesn't want that for themselves, it's not going to happen. Nah. Yeah. I mean, if anything, no, I get that, bro. Because, like, at that point, like, later on, I kind of learned something similar uh, Mm -hmm. like that myself, especially for my first official breakup, which somewhat happened um, around the ninth grade. No, it wasn't in ninth grade. And it was like, oh, man, where do I begin? So, anyways, obviously, I'm just going to make this uh, shorter with some business details of it. But years passed, I later on met a girl named Brianna. Now, we already had, like, an on and off type thing to Mm -hmm. begin with. That happened in eighth grade. But as time went on, we eventually became a couple once more in ninth grade. And I remember one day in particular, uh, it was her, my friend Ian, and I. And I think two other guys were there as well. Mm -hmm. But either way, the three of us, at the, the least... Uh, we were all hanging out. And we all have that one friend that we get super crazy and wild with. Yeah. Ian was one of those guys. Uh, he's still one of those guys. Ian, if you're listening to this, love you, bro. <laughs> but anyways, so I, I remember at one point when he left, Brianna was like, yo, why are you acting like that? And I'm like, what do you mean? And she was like, uh, telling me how she wanted me to be normal. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, this is like my kind of normal. Like, me being crazy and like adventurous with him and also just being myself you call that weird and then we went into like a bit of a mini heated argument over it and she kept on saying how she wanted me to be normal and be normal Mm -hmm. whatever the heck that means so she didn't want you to be yourself essentially yes she essentially wanted me to be like the normal spongebob where it was like hi i'm like (laughs) like, no like i'm not built like that so at one point during the uh, discussion and keep in mind too this is not only the first official relationship I had this is the first girlfriend I ever I ever broke up with Mm. so at one point um, during the argument I was like okay listen it's clear to me that like you want me to be someone that is not myself so I'm gonna make this real simple for you you either stay in this relationship with me and enjoy you know who I am flaws and all or trying to want me to change and I'm out the door. And, she's, and she kept on saying, I was like, but I just want you to be normal. I'm like, well, you're not asking me to be myself at that point. So if, I don't know what else to tell you. I'm out. I left. Years passed by. And actually this summer when I got hired at a movie theater job, I saw her again. And I was debating whether I should uh, work at the job um, to begin with. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was nervous at first. Because I was like, oh, God, like, what are the problems are going to happen if she sees me or whatever? <laughs> right. But I was willing to bury the hatchet if, like, should she want to talk to me or whatever. Yeah. But at one point, um, I came in for, like, a few shifts or whatever, like, f- 
over five, I was like, dude, I haven't seen this chick. And, you know, at that point, after the, the fifth shift I ever had, I was like, okay, it's clear to me that she's not going to show up. She, she, um, I didn't see her at all. I only saw her once, and she seemed timid of me, and she barely said, and she didn't even say anything to me, and she mm-hmm. looked away from me, and actually avoided me. I later found out, like, later uh, later on, like a few weeks later from that, that not only she did she get fired, but she didn't show up to her shifts because of me, oh, wow. and that she, like, legit didn't even call out. And she said she wanted to punch me uh, in the face to one of the other co-workers behind my back. Wow. You you be saying that, but you are were timid of me and did this immature thing? I was willing to bury the hatchet, bro. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. I mean, obviously what I learned from that is that obviously there's nothing wrong with taking it slow. Like, it's okay to have like those kinds of thoughts uh, where you see yourself marrying that person. Especially with like those, uh, you know, the, the first time you have like those kind of serious relationships with. Yeah. But you got to use communication, common sense, and more importantly, don't trust anyone 100% on the spot. I cannot stress mm-hmm. how much important uh, that is to everyone. Just, you know, trust yourself in the process and at least communicate with the person uh, that you have in that relationship. Whether it's the first one or not. It's always good to have that. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's unfortunate though, man. Like, it's crazy how immaturity can cause so much chaos. You mm-hmm. know, but it's great to go through situations and grow from them, of course. Right. You know, I guess the moral of the story through every single breakup is just time heals. You know, it's kind of cliche, but it's kind of true. Um, but also, you know, we don't just go through these situations just to go through them, but there's a lesson in everything that we go through. Right. You know, even if you might not see it right away, there is a lesson. And it, even if with me, um, I'm actually going through a breakup from this semester. This semester? Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm sorry. Yeah. So we were get, we were together for a year and some change. And, Damn. you know, she broke it off kind of out of nowhere. No, no rhyme or reason and no... No hints, no nothing, you know. So for me, I look at it and it's like, you know, I didn't do anything wrong. Like even now, I look back and it's like I didn't do anything wrong. I know I was the best man I could be throughout the whole relationship. Um, you know, I I didn't show her anything bad. You know, I showed her what a good loving man looked like. So I can't really be upset about it. And through that, um, I don't really have a lesson through it yet because I'm still kind of going through it. Um, but I know I'll be okay, and I know, you know, the lesson will be made clear as time passes. Um, but I, I feel like we can, you know, we can understand that from every single breakup, not just our experiences, but even you guys' experiences through breakups. You know, it's it's always a lesson in everything that we go through in life, you know, and I feel like that's the nostalgia in it, you know, because you're going to look back on this five years from now uh, or whatever breakup you went through, you know, you look back at it years from from the time it happened and you could be like wow like i can't believe i did that or wow like that was such a good time or wow he was terrible <laughs> right. you know what you, i mean like, you do what you can man like during during the times you have with them you do what you can exactly you know it's always it's always good to reflect and become a better person because of reflecting Right. You know, so and of, it's a beautiful thing. Of course, remember, you know, pain isn't to be dwelled on. It's to be fought through, you know? Exactly. I mean, after all, we're still here, aren't we? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, but we would love to talk to you guys more about heartbreaks and lessons for hours. Uh, but this is all the time that we have for this episode, guys. I'm yeah. so I'm so sorry. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> 
And remember, uh, pain isn't to be dwelled on, you guys. You know, it's to be fought through. Uh, but we thank you guys for so much for listening. And stay tuned for more subjects to rewind and relive on. I'm Isaiah. And I'm Gee. And it's been a pleasure. And we'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Bye-bye.